I don't know about you, but we're always looking for ways to get our kids involved and give back in our local community. That's why we're excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which is the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. I would love for Violet to do this program when she's in high school. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, it's also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students. Okay, so we're going to talk later about um, the book. Yes, let's figure out the next six scenes, which I have to say is going to be hard because I have no idea what they are. (laughs) I I mean, I know what has to happen, but I don't know how. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's just celebrate that we have 20,000 words and okay. <laughs> let that enthusiasm drive us forward. Deal. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Sarah Fain, a TV writer and producer living in Ojai, right outside of LA, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Liz. That's me, Liz Kraft. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. Today, we're going to talk about threads, and we don't mean clothes. Then we've got an update on the t-shirt Hollywood hack that we asked you listeners to help us with. And I can't believe it, Liz had a celebrity sighting, and then I have a movie recommendation. Yes. But first, Sarah, we have an update. We want to thank everyone who emailed us about our Before I Die pitch. It was so awesome getting all of those emails. You know, I was thinking, Liz, we haven't been getting feedback on our work for 11 weeks now. And we're so used to constant feedback. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, this is what that's like. Fortunately, it was all positive. Yes. And we definitely need to read this English book series that everyone was telling us about. The Thursday Club, I think it's called. But yeah, it's really nice. People like both versions, the one with the four older women and the one where they're different ages and invisible in different ways. So so that was super fun to get everybody's response. And then we also wanted to share an email we got from Carol, who is responding to our strike stress. She said, I like to think of this to calm the persistent worry. It helps me redirect my energy elsewhere. The strike is a big problem that you have no control over. I am sorry for your pain and suffering during this time. And then the quote that she thinks of to calm persistent worry is, worry is like being in a rocking chair. It keeps you busy, but gets you absolutely nowhere. 
And she credits Irma Bombeck, of course. We love Irma Bombeck. Yes. Growing up, Irma Bombeck was always in the paper every day. There was an Irma Bombeck column. Yes. Thank you, Carol, for that. Yes, we're doing a lot of rocking in our rocking chairs (laughs) right now. Okay, Sarah, it's time for From the Treadmill Desk 7, which we talk about what's most pressing in our work psyches. And this week, it's threads. Yes. So for anyone who doesn't know, um, and many people probably don't, Threads is Facebook slash Meta's answer to Twitter, I would say. It's got a lot of the same elements of Twitter, but it has some differences. So you follow people, they follow you, and then you can text, right? Like Twitter. Unlike Twitter, there isn't a limit that I've found to how much text you can post. And then you can also post photos. So it's sort of part Instagram, part Twitter. The interesting thing is that people are really still only keeping text to a minimum. I haven't seen any long threads. (laughs) I haven't either, which is why I'm like, well, maybe there is some limit, but yeah. And I appreciate that because I don't want to read super long Threads usually, although it is nice how on Twitter people had to do the like eight out of eight, you yes. know, six out of eight. But So in that sense, if there is something really big that someone's talking about, it's probably nice that it can all be in one post. Yes. So we made the decision to get on Threads immediately, day one. <laughs> and should we talk about that, why we decided to do that and why we're recommending others do as well? Yes. And of course, we also have to acknowledge that all social media formats, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or I'm sure Threads, Instagram, they're Snapchat. all all of them. They're all problematic in a multitude of ways. And we should all be aware of that and make sure that we're guarding against the negative aspects of that. But We feel like if you have any kind of job with a public profile at all, it's really important to be on and active in those spaces. You're more active than I am. Yes, and I want to be more active. Back in the day, before Twitter even started, you and I heard about it. We said, oh, that just doesn't seem like something that interests us and seems braggy to be on there and talk about how we're right for Joss Whedon and all this. And then, (laughs) of course, our minds changed on that as we sort of realized that, okay, this is here and this is going to be a big part of our community. And so what we didn't want to do is just not want to deal with a new platform. We didn't want to say, oh, threads, we'll deal with it later. We said, let's get involved now. Let's be there from the beginning. I think they had 70 million people day one. I just think it's like better to get in at the beginning because again, not that we're advocating that everybody needs to go out and scrounge for followers, but it is easier to get followers at the beginning of a platform because people are more open to following others. So if you're going to do it, you might as well do it now. Sarah, I was at a gathering the other night and I made three people take out their (laughs) phones and get the app and download it and sign up. So you know I can really get in there and be a happiness bully like my sister at times. Yeah, well, you were that for me. On day one, you were like, I signed up for threads, and this is how you do it, and it's very easy. And I mean, I think I ended up doing it while I was still on the phone with you. Yes, you (laughs) did. It's like, okay, it's inevitable. Might as well. Because look, the thing is, do we all wish we didn't need a social media presence? 
Yes, but we do. If you're doing anything creative, let's say you're writing a book, for instance. Can't imagine why that would pop into my mind. I know. At some point, you may want to try to tell people about that book so that they can buy the book. And this is a way to do that. It's one way. And there are other ways. But right now in the world of media, it's so hard to break through anything that any avenue you can have to get to an audience, to get to a listener or a reader or a watcher, you need to do it. And I'm sure this is not just true of us. I mean, I have a friend, Sarah, who is an interior decorator. And, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, she said, okay, I can't really work right now. What am I going to do? I'm going to use this time to build my online presence. Mm-hmm. And she went from, I mean, I don't know how many followers she has now, but she went from having like, you know, a couple thousand to tens of thousands. And the thing is, someone like my friend, that's a way to get clients. Absolutely. 100%, if you're going to hire someone to help you decorate your house, for instance, going on Instagram and seeing what they post tells you a lot about their work. So for many people, this can be a way to get clients or get a job or a gig, whatever it may be. So it really does matter. And this does feel like it's going to have legs. Threads feels like it's here to stay and it's going to be huge and we're all going to be on it, so you might as well get on now. Right. I think we have both avoided many of the other Twitter alternatives because they just seemed like they weren't necessarily going to last or they were complicated. There's Mastodon, there's Blue Sky, which you can't even get on yet, some people. So it's just like... It all seemed like, oh, we'll wait. We're not going to bother with that right now. But then threads, it's like, okay, this is it. Got to get in there. Yes. And it is, we should state, especially if you're already on Instagram, it takes less than 10 seconds to join threads. (laughs) It is so easy. Just go to the app store and follow the directions. It takes no time. It's very easy. And then you're on and it's free. So there's no reason not to get on. Yes. And I mostly post pictures of how many eggs my chickens have laid on a given day and <laughs> and writing tips. <laughs> yes. And I am all about my outside 23 and 23. Yes. And Sarah, we would be remiss in this moment if we did not tell everyone to follow us on threads. We are at Liz Craft and at S Fain. Yes. And by the way, if you join because of this, do let us know in threads at us. And I'm dying to know if we get others to follow our lead or many I'm sure already have. Yes. Coming up, we will revisit the perfect summer t-shirt. You guys sent in so many amazing options, but first this break. So I'm a father of one. I got to find a babysitter. I found care.com and I was blown away. Through the platform, I was able to find local and experienced candidates along with their reviews and rates, which were way more affordable than I anticipated. Care.com really put me at ease knowing that they were all required to go through a background check. If you're like me and you need to find someone reliable for your childcare necessities, check out care.com. Find the ideal sitters for your childcare needs. My days working and taking care of my little ones can be a lot. 
I checked out care.com and it was so easy for me to find local, experienced, and background check sitters. Finding our babysitter was way more affordable than I thought. Care.com makes it super easy. Search for qualified candidates. You can view their profiles, read reviews and ratings, check their availability, send messages directly, get the help that you need. Care.com should be every person's go-to. Okay, Liz, we're jumping straight to the Hollywood hack this week because we got so many suggestions from our listeners on the perfect summer t-shirt. In episode 315, we asked you to tell us about your favorites because we need an upgrade. We need refreshed t-shirts this summer. And so many people reached out with suggestions. Many, of course, had the same suggestions, but I don't think we can even name all of them, but we can go through many of them. And let me just say right now, Sarah, if listeners are not interested in a great t-shirt, you might want to skip ahead because we're getting into the weeds here on t-shirts. And if you are interested in t-shirts, I recommend getting out a pen or a pencil and some paper because (laughs) (laughs) there are a lot of different t-shirts coming your way. (laughs) And of course, they'll be in the show notes, but you know. So some of the t-shirts we'll just mention and then some we have comments on. So Glorianne recommended the Icebreaker, a women's merino tech light to short sleeve. So that's what she likes. And I, I mean, have you had any wool t-shirts, merino t-shirts or dresses or anything? I have not. No, I have some merino sweaters. And I would like to try that because they're supposed to be really moisture wicking and actually cool even though they're wool. And and for me, I'm not loving that in a t-shirt. I don't love the moisture wicking t-shirt. Unless I'm hiking or something. Yes, like for real hiking. <laughs> just because I, I just don't like that feel particularly. And then Corinne feels strongly. She says it's definitive that the best t-shirt is the J. Crew factory t-shirt. There are lots of different styles and they're as low as $16 on sale. So that's a really reasonable approach to the summer t-shirt. Yes. And Katie also likes J. Crew. She specifically likes the vintage cotton. And I also like that vintage look in t-shirts. That's one thing that the t-shirts that you and I loved from the Walmart in Puerto Rico had is kind of that vintage look. A little bit of texture makes it feel a bit more elevated. And then Katie also likes Garnet Hill t-shirts, and those are about $40. We got t-shirts ranging from $9 probably to $90. Yes. Rhonda likes the Pop Flex Perfect Tee or Perfect Boyfriend Tee. Those are in the $35 to $40 range. I looked at these, Sarah. For me, they were a bit too boxy. And it's common I'm looking at these t-shirts you realize people want different things in a t-shirt, which should be obvious to me, but I sort of assumed we all wanted the same t-shirt. But I could look at this and say, oh no, for me, this is too boxy. It wouldn't work. But for someone else, it's perfect. Yeah, so you like a fitted t-shirt. I'm a fan of the boxy (laughs) t-shirt. So this is definitely a one for me to try out. We all have our likes and our dislikes. And then Kelly recommended t-shirts from Me Undies, which I didn't even know they had t-shirts. Yes, and those are about $40. I also, for working out in that same category, like Bombas has nice t-shirts. And then Maureen said she likes the Albion Fit Basic Tee for $32. And I looked them up and the white is sold out. 
So that's a good sign because <laughs> it tells us others are buying it. Yes. And I want to try, Sarah, the bamboo black. I like the way that looked, but I have not gotten it yet. Yes. No, it's always when something's sold out, you're like, oh, I was just too late. Yes. Was just yes. too late for this one, but it'll be back in stock, I'm sure. Okay, and then for those who want something loose-fitting like me, Jennifer recommended the Sapaya Women's Basic V-neck Tee, which is under 20 bucks. Uh, she said she kissed a lot of frogs, but she finally found these. They're dryer safe, and again, 20 bucks. That's amazing. That's great. Mindy, my best friend in KC, suggests ATM shirts, which I actually have a few of those, Sarah. I found over time... They kind of lost a bit of shape, mm. but they are very nice. They're on the expensive end. One realization I had during this whole process was I realized right now, being on strike, I actually don't want to spend a lot on a T-shirt. When we asked everyone for suggestions, I said, and if it's a great T-shirt, I'll spend whatever it takes for a great <laughs> T-shirt. But right now, I'm like, or not. So I, I'm in the not looking for an expensive tee, but ATM, I think that's my mom's favorite kind of T-shirt as well. And then Diana from Overland Park recommended Pima or Super Pima material. She says they have them at L.L. Bean, Land's End, or Talbot's, line dry, spin at the end. I'm also a big fan of Pima and Super Pima tees. I think they're so comfy, and I like a good cotton. Yeah, and it's probably, by the way, she mentioned the line drying, and then at the end, put them in the dryer to get some of the wrinkles out, and that's probably a good idea for all T-shirts. True. If we're being honest. Yes. Gloria also recommends Land's End. She likes the cotton rib short sleeve crew neck, which is $30. And then, Liz, we know how much you love Isaac Mizrahi. So yes, I do. <laughs> Nancy recommended Isaac Mizrahi tees on QVC, especially, again, the Pima cotton. So many recommendations. Again, I don't think we could even get to them all. Here's where I'm landing, Sarah. Yes. So I'm landing someone, and I'm sorry, I don't remember who, recommended the Hanes Women's Nano T-shirt, which is $9. So I'm landing on that for kind of a real everyday knock around the house hiking shirt. Mm -hmm. It's nice, but it's not going out to a nice restaurant nice. Yes. And then several people emailed about Uniqlo U-Crew t-shirts. And they're $15 to $19. So I was in New York a few weeks ago, and I had like a couple hours before we had to leave for the airport, and I saw that we were about a 20-minute walk from the Uniqlo flagship store. Ooh. And I said, okay, I am just going to hustle down there, and I'm going to look at these T-shirts. Because it's not the same. Trying it on is so much better than ordering it, right? Yes. So I went down there, and Sarah, I had the most. I was running around the store trying on <laughs> every T-shirt, different sizes, you have to go up and down because the T-shirts were on the first floor. The dressing rooms were on the second floor. And I mean, oh I got a workout, okay? A workout. But I have to tell you, I got these Uniqlo T-shirts, and I absolutely love them. They're a very thick cotton. So you really uh -huh. don't have to worry about your bra strap showing through. And they look really polished because of that. 
And so I actually did something which I was very proud of myself for, which is I got in the white, because white is the ultimate T-shirt, a medium and a large so that I can have a different look because it's a different look. And then I got just a medium black because I already have some black T-shirts. So that's where I'm landing. And then I also have to give a shout out to rag and bone T-shirts. Now, they're more of like probably $90. I have some from the past. And I got to say, they're still hanging in there. And I've probably had them at least five years. So shout out also to Rag and Bone. Yes. And I want to give a couple shout outs to uh, the Anthropology Pima Cotton t-shirts. Back to Pima Cotton again. Anthropology sells a lot of Pima Cotton t-shirts that have some movement and flow, which I like in a t-shirt. And then I also like a Madewell t-shirt. Madewell and Anthropology are my favorites. Okay. So I'm going Hanes and you Uniqlo, you're going anthropology and made well. And then I also want to try this black bamboo from Albion. So thank you, everyone. I mean, an education we have had. Yes, and I'll report back on the Sapaya Women's Basic V. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I feel like I didn't even know. I mean, of course you think there are a lot of T-shirts, but it's vast. It's a vast canvas, the T-shirt. And everyone is in search of the greatest tea, right? It's like jeans. We all are looking for the perfect jeans and the perfect T-shirt. And if you have that, you're sort of ready for most occasions. Yes. All right. Coming up, I had another celebrity sighting. I'm on a roll. But first, this break. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bolin Branch and how you can discover this new level of softness with their iconic sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% responded that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. They source the rarest 100% organic cotton for an incredible softness to start. Then they skip the toxins and harsh chemicals for a natural feel unlike anything else, and it all comes together with their signature weave. This special design feels buttery, breathable, and unlocks new levels of softness with every wash, and they stand behind their promise of softness. With their 30-night guarantee, you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. If during the 30 nights, you don't love your sheets or feel them getting softer and softer, you can send them right back. No questions asked. So head to BollandBranch.com for 15% off your first order with code ODYSSEY. That's B-O-L-L and Branch.com. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, Sarah, it's time for Celebrity Sighting. One of our favorite segments that was gone for years is now rearing back, which makes me happy. My Celebrity Sighting took place at Camp Drop-Off. So Jack is at camp. And, you know, all of the parents gather to drop off the kids. So it was a sea of kids and parents. And I look over, and there, from most recently succession, is Alan Ruck, who plays Connor, the oldest brother, the oldest forgotten brother, so well on succession. 
And other than that role, he's incredibly famous for playing Cameron in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. To me, he will always be Cameron. Because I haven't taken the full deep dive into Succession, I just immediately go to Cameron and get the warmest feeling in my heart. I'm like, oh, Cameron. Yes. Yes, he played Matthew Broderick's best friend, whose dad had an amazing sports car that they (laughs) borrowed in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. If you haven't seen that movie, by the way, it's great. But he's so fantastic in succession. So, And I also want to report that Alan Ruck has been seen on the picket line. So we appreciate that. I didn't see him, but a friend of ours saw him. And Liz, you may also have had another celebrity sighting because he's married to Marae Enos, who was the star of The Killing. I saw them once at a diner in Silver Lake, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. Oh, I, you know what? I didn't see her. I said, But parents were split up in different lines, so she was probably in a different line doing something else. Yes. But I, I liked <laughs> that she was, I was probably close to her. You were in proximity, not a sighting, yes. but a proximity. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Okay, Sarah, finally, what is this week's recommendation? Every week we're recommending something, book, TV, movie, podcast, or something we like, and you have a movie recommendation. Yes, I want to recommend the Pixar movie Elemental. It has been out for several weeks. I think it's considered a bomb, but I went to see it with my stepmom and with Violet, and three generations of us absolutely loved it. Like, at the end, we were all crying. It was so sweet. It's beautiful. The animation is obviously gorgeous because it's Pixar, but it was a delightful movie. Absolutely delightful. So if you're one of the people who it flew under the radar for, which I think it really did for a lot of people, and also people want to see things now at home, but it's worth going to see it in a theater, and you will just have a lovely couple of hours, I promise. Okay, that's great, because I think a lot of people are skipping it, so it's great to hear that you loved it. And going to the movies is just fun. I went to a movie the other day in the theater, and there's just nothing like it. It's just not the same watching at home. It's true. And that is it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. Email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and please follow us if you haven't already. Thanks to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Listen to the other Onward Project podcasts, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, and Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram and threads at S. Fane and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fane. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. How was camp drop-off, Liz, emotionally? You know, we got to meet his counselor, who was so great, and the other kids in his cabin, who seemed super nice. So that helped a lot. Also, we had the dogs, and of course, everybody wanted to come pet the dogs. So that was fun. So it was good. Corgis get a lot of attention. Yes, they do. From the Onward Project.